So basically, you can't don't be someone's uncle. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> These are two things you must not yeah. be in the Spider Verse. Do not someone's <laughs> uncle uh-huh. or the captain of the police force. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's aunt as well. Yeah. In fact, yes, don't be someone's uh, aunt. Don't be someone's aunt either. And don't be someone's next door crush either. Or their parents. Or Gwen. Don't be Gwen. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast, where we discuss all things TV and film. My name is Ed. And you know me, my name is Charles. We're just fans, having a group chat with you guys. So enjoy the show, and let us know your thoughts. See you in the Lockdown Yard, baby! Listen, man. What have we just seen? I have seen this film four times, bro. Four! And you know what? It's been it's been out less than a week, and I'm not even gonna look at you like a madman for seeing it four times. Nah, man, people have looked at me like a madman. I'm like you don't. I should have seen it four. I've only seen it once, annoyingly. Oh man, you see so many more details. I can't wait to chop you up. You're probably gonna be like the expert with all the details because there's definitely things I didn't pick up on on the first watch, but just even before that, just wow. Wow, this is what I was hoping for, and I knew I was going to get it, but seeing it's a different thing, this film was amazing, man. You know that feeling when when you know you've seen something special? Yep. You don't get that feeling very often. You don't. You know, the last time we had something like this was like everything, everywhere, all at once. We said I the was same thing. literally thinking that. I was literally thinking... I've just seen something special. Mm-hmm. I don't get this feeling. You probably, if if you're lucky, you get that feeling once a year when yeah. you see something. Last year it was everything everywhere. This mm-hmm. year it is Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. I remember I saw it on release day. You saw it a day after. And yeah. I just said, my reaction was just, holy moly. Yep. And I remember in our previous review of Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. I was saying, uh, some people think Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie. For, and I was saying, for me, Spider-Man 2 is the best. Yep, you were. Like, honestly, Across the Spider-Verse is head and shoulders the best Spider-Man movie. Oh my goodness. It is in the conversation for the best comic book movie of all time. I'm not going to say it is. I still think it's The Dark Knight. But it's in the conversation. For sure. For sure. It was one heck of an experience. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a pleasure, man. I still, I still think about this damn movie, man. I'm still thinking about it. I know, man. Just wow. Just... Everything. Everything. Everything, man. Oh, my goodness. Like, the animation, we have to chop into a whole segment. But I'm going to list them off. The animation, the music, the voice acting, the the story, the plot twist, the foreshadowing. Oh, my God. This this movie. This this might be. This might be. I'm going to add on to your little. It might be the best of all times discussions. It might be one of the best trilogies of all time. If, like, it's if this on sticks course. It's, it's on course, bro. It's on course. Now, we've been told the 
the third installment in this is due in March. Yeah, March 2024. Mm-hmm. And I was like, initially, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Then I saw a report saying Haley Steinfield, who plays Gwen, yep. hasn't even recorded her lines for the movie. Yeah, I <laughs> so I I'm like, you. listen, I ain't gonna hold out for that <laughs> March 2024 thing. I can, because just from knowing the pro- the animation process, typically mm. they record your lines first, and then they do the animations. Uh, and with the level of detail they animate these movies with, who knows? My hope is that Haley Stanford, Haley Stanford, would just you know. Chatting rubbish. <laughs> I just hope I mean, uh, talking rubbish. I hope so, but somehow I just trust her now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. damn. So yeah, I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that March 2024, even though I want the sequel right now. Yeah. But yeah, man, what a movie! Agreed. The animation, mm-hmm. the voice acting, the level of detail in the story. Mm-hmm. The the callbacks to the this is how you do a damn sequel. There you go. <laughs> this is how you do a sequel. Yes. Oh, even going the thing it made us look back at the first movie. It's like, oh my day. It was right. Uh, okay. Okay. Are are we gonna do spoilers now? Are we just talking about it because? Mate, that, we've, given, we've just given a non-spoiler thing. It's oh. one of, this movie is the Goat Spider-Man movie. There, oh. there's your non-spoiler. Let's, let's get into the let's get into the details, man. Oh man, the nitty gritty, man. The spider glitching. I can't <laughs> believe that went over my head. I was just thinking, yeah. this is the kind of style of the movie. It's just animated differently to make it look like it's radioactive. But no, it's the same exact glitch you see throughout the whole of the first movie, affecting the characters. And no one pieced it together. Maybe they did, but I didn't. Bro. That's, that's the beauty in the storytelling mm-hmm. in this. Because things you think, oh, that looks nice. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. We literally said that in our Into the yep. Spider-Man. You're like, oh, the way the spider moves, it looks cool. Ah. Is that really glitchy and everything? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I wonder what... I didn't even think, oh, wait, glitchy. <laughs> glitchy. It was so obvious. <laughs> oh, how did we miss that one? Man, I didn't want to delve too deep into it, but I'm glad I got that shock because I would have been like, oh, man, I was right. I- I'm-, I'm glad I didn't see that coming because that really helped me enjoy the movie even yeah. more. Yeah, it blew... It- that was a mind-blowing thing. That was a trick of animation, man. They made us believe. They misled me. What what would make this spider look like it was more um it was, or it was abnormal compared to normal spiders? Just add a glitch to it. Exactly. Man. Man, they're good. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna say this throughout the whole episode on repeat. Give these animators their bread. Give them their bread. Hundred percent. The level like even from the first movie, they the first one, Into mm. the Spider-Verse was already in the conversation for the best Spider-Man movie. So Absolutely. How on earth do you go and up that in every way possible? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they did it, like... And for me, it was just a pleasant surprise because remember, I was avoiding trailers. You were. So my expectations... Obviously, I expected something similar to the first movie, but it blew my expectations out of the water. Completely, man. Completely. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. Yes, the sound was an issue for me, yeah? Hmm, interesting. I watched it in normal, standard uh, view screen. 
the sound was an issue. Uh, that's why my second screening... So you've seen it twice? I could have seen it a second time, but I've, I've been trying to research on the sound editing issues, and apparently different theatres, different cinemas, Yeah, it affects people differently. So I'm going to try and watch it in IMAX on my next viewing. That's why I just did, I didn't want to just go and watch it again for the sake of it, just because of the sound issues. So I'm, I was yeah. like, let me, you know, save it for an IMAX screen. So that's that's why I've been delaying the second screening. But Okay. Yeah, the sound was an issue, yes. It affected me on night one, but the rest of the nights, it was okay, I think. Mm. And, and the first time I watched it was in Leicester Square. So the sound is usually like Dolby there, so it should be good. But it was a bit faded to me. At the yeah, beginning. just for the first like twenty, maybe ten, fifteen minutes, not the whole film. Gwen's speech when she was drumming and yeah, that bit, that bit I was straining. I was straining to hear. So, in my in, in my head, I was like, oh man, they should turn this up." Yeah, I was hoping though that wasn't going to stick, and luckily it didn't. But yeah, doom, 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 I'm not the only one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not even that I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Just whispering her way through. I was like, damn, speak loud or something. I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it, but I was like, man, someone should really just go outside and tell them to turn this up. Damn. Yeah. Keep talking to Granite from Simpsons. Turn uh, it up. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I guess that, that's my only gripe. Mm. Just the, the sound thing. Fine. Otherwise, pretty much a flawless film. Mm-hmm. In all aspects. On the subject of sound, the soundtrack, man. What? How do you compare uh, it to the first one? Because I like both about equal, if not maybe one more than the other at the moment because I've been banging it out all week. I like this, the soundtrack in this one more just because it was more noticeable, the different themes mm-hmm. from all the different universes. When I say soundtrack, I don't mean score. Oh, I not mean... The, yeah, not the score, yeah. Okay, yeah, the soundtrack from the first movie, but the score from this one. Okay, yeah, valid, valid. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good tracks. There's so many good tracks in that one. The one I sent you is so hard, man. <laughs> it's so hard. The sound, the music, all of it, it worked really well. I like the theme of um, Spider-Man 2099, uh, Miguel. Yes. <laughs> the synth kind of noise, I liked it a lot. And um, the chase scene music, Absolutely one of my favorite like pieces. That chase scene apparently took four years to animate. Probably. Four years to animate. Just that chase scene. What am I going to say? Give Jeez. these animators their bread. <laughs> Give them their bread. Especially on this movie. Especially. And fun fact. You know the Lego scene? I think I sent yeah. you a TikTok on it. Yeah. A 14-year-old put that scene together. So mm-hmm. impressive. Apparently, he's quite well-known for like just re- redoing trailers in Lego. So his talent was spotted, and yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, to, shout out to that kid. Shout that out, really shout good. out. There's so many scenes. There's so many scenes. Um, all right, I'll just mention the last of the sound one because I, I want to get into animation. You have to get... I'm, I'm, I'm brimming. You're brimming too, we're man. We're getting, getting into all of it. Yeah, but um, some of the songs that I really liked um, accompanied with the scenes. It was like the the first one I liked was um, the one with Gwen just talking about her backstory. It blended yeah. really well. I liked the animation that went with it too. The upside down rooftop scene. 
I like that one too. That was really mm. nice, mellow. Uh, the swinging one. I mean, that yes. was just vibey, bro. That was I, I was just popping it was, when she was swinging with Miles Morales. Yeah, that one. It was just like Fred the Needle. I thought just from I was thinking we've never really seen two spider people just casually like they weren't even thinking about it. They were just showing their ability, what they're able to do. It's like oh, casual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. even not even breathing heavy or anything else like this no. is so cool to just I mean see. Miles, Miles was a little bit but yeah they were yeah. like they were <laughs> breathing they were breathing man just like upside Easy. down with the the web on the ankle I was like yeah I can do that too yeah <laughs> yeah the end one has become a meme on TikTok as well the end song when the credits play, I seen I seen one that was just like um when you realize. When your girlfriend breaks up with you, then you realize it's a canon event. Canon the event. Canon event. <laughs> <laughs> Some people take taking it far. It's like they seeing someone trip over, and instead of helping them up, it's like, no, you gotta leave them. It's a canon event. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, jokes. Um, speaking right. of canon events, mm. God, that exchange between Gwen and her dad. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, the, the start, one, the start, the start one, the start one, yeah. When he basically oh, says, days. "You have the right to remain silent, Dad. What are you doing?" Oh, heartbreaking. And wait, with the background changing too. Yes. Oh, oh, that scene was hard to see. Even even before that, remember when they were in the in the their apartment? Yeah, they just had a bad relationship. He's obviously anti spider woman, and she's just they just don't see eye to eye. So, mm-hmm. for that to happen, and then he finds out he's she's been keeping the fact that she's spider woman from him. Damn, man, it's when yeah. he started reading her rights. I heard a gasp in the cinema, people were like, <gasps> Yeah, they were gasping in my cinema too, man. It's, it was a shocking thing, but at the same time, I liked it. It was tragic, and it was like this is probably what will propel her to do this, and it made sense. But it was, it was still hard to see, man. Very yeah. hard to see. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, just going back to the sound thing. Mm. The, the action scene before that, the vulture. Yeah. Didn't quite hear his dialogue too well either, but that was it. His dialogue and Gwen's opening speech. That was yeah. pretty much it. In terms maybe. of my sound issues, maybe maybe Hobie as well. Hobie was a bit hard to understand for me as well. Even as Brits. <laughs> even as, no, even as Brits. People, I've seen Americans complaining, man, what's this guy saying? <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you sometimes. That is the most London accent I've ever heard in my life. So. I heard when he said, big stepper. That was yeah. I, bro, the two instances I literally were like, oh my God, yes, she said it was, um, man like mouth, my guy. <laughs> Indeed. And chilling with the men, I was like, "You, you can say that in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> you can. Nice. Yeah. I love the future. <laughs> Honestly, Daniel Kaluuya smashed it. Yeah. Smashed it. I just like everything he stood for in the movie. His character Absolutely. stood for in the movie. Yeah. Even some know. some some minor things I didn't notice when Miguel O'Hara trapped Miles in the little energy bubble. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it four times, man. You must have noticed when yeah. Hobie just hinted at him. So yeah. Hands. Oh, yeah. Hands flat. Yep. 
And I like the callback to the first movie when Gwen was telling Miles to relax your hands. Mm-hmm. The small stuff like, do you want me to tell you something else you probably might not have noticed? In that scene before where he's talking about, it's propaganda, bro. Why do you need, why are you here for? You need to watch? You make your own. And he's picking stuff around the office or wherever oh, it is. Yeah. Why did you say the office? That ain't no office. <laughs> <laughs> the headquarters. The headquarters, yeah. He was making the watch that he gave Gwen. Oh, I see. Piece by piece. Man, this guy's a rebel. Fuck rebel. rebel. It's like, you're not helping. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a crap on the establishment. I salute you. <laughs> His little grin when Miles escaped. <laughs> yeah. Cold. Cold. Just for the record, I quit. <laughs> In my mind, he flipped them off as he went out the pool, but I know he's taken off the dick. <laughs> pretty much, man. It was, it was a bit weird that he was part of that whole organization, as it pretty much everything he's against. He did say, with subtitles, I know that he said, I'm just looking out for my drummer. That's Gwen. Ah, cool. Fair enough. Miles Morales and his parents. I'm glad we, I'm so glad we got to see a lot more of his relationship with his parents, especially his mum. Didn't get to see much of it in the first movie, but. I've seen it four times, so I would say that those moments, while they're not the most, like, the most isn't happening in those moments, I still enjoy them each time I watched it. Like, it's oh, still yeah. good. It's still good. Yeah, I feel I feel like, you know, looking, I enjoyed the whole movie. It, it truly is a masterpiece of a movie, but it got better once Miles followed Gwen yes. into the multiverse. Absolutely, yeah. That's, That's when I was like, oh, this movie's picked it up. It stepped mm. up a notch. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, promise me you always protect that little boy. Okay, after the third movie, I was like, okay, come on. I just want to get to it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Man, he was having it out with his, his dad, though. He was like, um, what is it you have to tell me so bad, huh? And it was making yeah. a scene at the, the rooftop barbecue celebration thing. Yeah, the DJ's reaction killed everyone yeah. in my audience. <laughs> he was just like, he was stressed, like, he was just stressed. <laughs> He was so distressed. <laughs> he tried turning the music up to distract everyone and <laughs> they're shouting overpowered. It's like, ooh. Nah. The power of parenting, man. You can't be, be speakers, bro. And there was one detail I missed, which I saw. I've seen all kinds of chatter on TikTok and everything, but one detail early in the movie when Miles was just doing his quick backstory again, mm-hmm. where they showed the spider he was bitten by, which was 42. Yes. Then when the, when we introduced him, Miles is he's in Earth sixteen something something. Sixteen ten. Yeah, sixteen ten. Yeah. So already, also we didn't early on first view, we didn't really know the the number thing was that deep, but mm. that was just an interesting detail. This film's littered with so many details that yeah. just link that... to different parts of the film so beautifully. It's crazy. Hmm. You know, this, I think there was a thing I saw. I think if it's cool, it's cool if it actually is this way. Um, the number 42 links to Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, yeah. Yeah, he was the first African-American of yep. that. So Ch- it kind of Chadwick, links. Chadwick Boseman. He played yeah. uh, Jackie Robinson in that movie. Yep. In 42. Yeah. That's a great movie. If you haven't watched that, watch that. But yeah, so it links to Miles in that way too because he's the first Afro-American, Afro-Latino Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah. Details. Details. Honestly. For days. This is like training day. <laughs> they can watch it multiple times and pick up new information, man. For you, what was it about this movie specifically? What's 
which scenes or which bits um, or which details that just made you feel this is as presuming the goat spider-man movie for you mm. what, what about it specifically because for me it was like just a whole thing but i'd say oh. everything from when mars goes to the hq onwards yeah. it mm. just elevated the film to a completely different level see i'm gonna go like I feel like no frame is wasted in this film at all. None. None at all. We said that in the previous review. Every yeah. every frame is a wallpaper. Every, literally every frame is a wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the style get from the get-go, from the watercolor ones to the difference in each and every one. It was good, but, like, for me, standout moments. The swinging moment was really cool. Swinging with uh, Gwen through the sea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just like that. That was just great to see. The upside-down shot I talked about, that still boggles my mind because mm-hmm. when I saw that final shot with them just sitting like all cozy and everything, and it was the wide angle one, that blows my mind. I've seen it four times. <laughs> you love an upside down shot, man. <laughs> I, I love an upside down shot, and the detail in that, like her hair was even moving up as well. Yep, yep. Oh, down or no, down or whatever, whichever way it's meant to go. I don't know, but I love that one. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to skip to the end because that's the most prominent one for me personally Man, that end was crazy yeah <laughs> that end was crazy the reveal mm-hmm. that um miles in earth 42 yeah was meant to be spider-man but you oh. took a spider and he's the prowler now and mm. he looks so cool as the prowler oh my dude so hard cold cold these guys are gonna be a menace in the next one do you know, I'm going to give you a little small fact before because I noticed this on like the third rewatch and I blew my mind too. Mm. Um, you know the vision that Spot has and Miles, Miles have? Yeah. You see briefly where the spider like comes out of the portal or, or and you see briefly what happens next. Mm-hmm. There's like two or three frames where you see the spider in the, its home universe, right? And yeah. you see Miles there in braids. Like in oh the corner. Days. In, yeah. <laughs> you, you, just more reasons to watch. I need to watch this again, man. Oh, it's probably online 100%. somewhere. But I saw it. I was like, oh, that was Miles with brains. He was about to get bitten. And he just went out and went into our universe. Oh, not our universe, Miles' universe. So, um, uh, yeah, because Miles, when Miles got bitten in um, Earth 1610 or whatever, mm-hmm. he was hanging out with his uncle, who was probably eventually going to coerce him into becoming. Young yeah. Oh, I got another fact for you. This connects to <laughs> um, in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. You know when um, Chris Pine's Spider-Man meets Miles's Spider-Man, they 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 do the spider sense thing and say, "You're like me." You remember that scene? Yeah. 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 I thought I thought I was the only one. Yeah, exactly. I can teach you. I just gotta destroy this collider real quick. Um, the spider sense uh, colors for Spider-Man are red and blue. Miles's were green and purple. The Prowler, and oh, then as, by, the, by the end of that little uh, spider sense tingle scene, it goes from green and purple to red and blue. So his destiny changed. Then oh, that blew my mind too. Nice. I need to see this as many times as you have, and maybe more. <laughs> I'm taking a little break. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But I'm not because I'm tired of the film because I I, I have stuff to do. Fair <laughs> enough. We we have lives, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, honestly, is this is why one of the reasons I think this is 
the best Spider-Man movie ever. Just the level of storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the writers really put effort into challenging us as the viewers, but also giving us an entertaining time. Because I was thinking, in the hands of different writers, this movie could have been so confusing and you could, you could have tapped out. If you it could. wasn't done correctly, you would have been like, oh, why are they going here? Why are they going there? At no point in the movie did I feel like, I don't get this or whatever. I was following it all the way, even though they were taking us through complex story details and everything. Mm-hmm. I followed it all the way through. I was entertained all the way. Yep. Did I feel the length of the movie? I did, but not in a bad way. I was like, yeah. give me more. <laughs> yeah, me yeah, more. yeah. Each time I've been checking my watch, it's just because I'm like, oh, it's getting close to that moment where yes. everyone's going to go, oh, what the hell? Yes. And even going back to the ending, I got I got goosebumps when Gwen pretty much assembled the team. Oh, when we saw Spider Man Noir, when we saw the Spider Ham, Spider Ham. Oh, you saw Penny. Was it Penny? Yeah, Penny Parker. And yeah, you got um, Spider Punk as well. And you got Peter Pepita Parker. Peter, yes. (laughs) Love it, man. Yeah, and the music too. As soon as you see Gwen standing outside with the pool, dun, 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 the yes. band comes in from the first part, from the first part of the movie. Ah, uh, music killed it, man! Jesus, they've set up that see well the third part of the trilogy so beautifully, so good, and so good. but the thing I like the two things I really liked about it. Obviously, we talked about a lot of things, but the two things about like that about that end scene, uh, the style. The style was very much like this uh, game series I used to play, like Telltale Games. There's, it's really good. It's like the details all in the shadows and then the eyes and everything. And I kind of like that in this one. Mm. Um, and the second thing is um, how the Spock came in. He looked, he upgraded from the beginning of the movie to the end. When he was oh, just yeah. black and squiggles and just going like that, I was like, oh, this guy's going to start some carnage. Spot's elevation as a villain was was quite cool to see. Like yeah. when, I, when I first saw um, him appear, I was like, "This guy kind of feels more powerful than he, he's he's very incompetent." But then yes. he explains he's just he's just a regular guy. He's still getting used to his new power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then slowly we start to see how he discovers he's get he's more powerful than he's been led to believe. And then obviously powers in the hands of someone like him. Like, he's actually a genius. He was working on that collider. Mm-hmm. So you give him power and the motivation to go after, say, a Miles Morales or a Spider-Man, people who've ruined his life, ruined his life. Like, he, he got upgraded, man. Be grateful. Yeah, man. <laughs> but the, 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 those powers in his hands, that is a menacing prospect to him. Yeah. Absolutely. He's yeah. pretty much reached final form. By mm-hmm. the end of the movie, so that was I won't lie, that's scary. <laughs> that was scary. I've always thought he was an underrated villain. Like I first saw him in like the animated series and I was like, you know, this guy is dangerous in here. If mm. he had like if he really wanted to, he could do some real damage. Mate, and... For me, this is my first time uh hearing about and seeing spots the spot and yeah, for me, this guy is an OP villain. I actually don't know how they're gonna beat him, to be honest with you. But I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. One scene that I've had goosebumps when Miles slowly we we were finding out with him slowly just 
found out what the real deal was when mm. he's being when the big reveal that everyone hates you because you stopped a cannon event. Mm-hmm. And when he slowly realized everyone was against him, and it was kind of heartbreaking when he even looked at Gwen and saying, "No, this is why you, you never came to see me." Yeah, exactly. Even his uh, and the the robot spider spider girl. Oh, that was hard to see too. That yeah. was hard, man. I was like, damn, even you? Yeah. You gonna run it back again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, yeah. P- even Peter B. Parker. I was like, oh, man. Mm. I, I liked... just felt like that, that was goosebumps for me. Like everyone's against him. And it's like, yeah. damn. Well, I feel like Peter, I like this version of um, Spider-Man because I, on rewatch from the second time, I noticed why he was giving uh, Miles to mayday because without miles he wouldn't have considered having kids so if miles hadn't become spider-man he wouldn't have mayday yeah 100 and if anything that was a non-canon event that should Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have happened so exactly oh yeah there's one bit i wanted to ask Mm -hmm. which i kind of don't get i kind of get it but i don't get so okay when gwen returned you know to see her dad and they reconciled and everything Mm. And then he revealed he's not a captain anymore. Yeah. She kind of had a, re- a moment of realization. It's like, wait, you're not captain anymore? Mm. Was that her realizing, wait, so you can change things and he, his, her dad's going to live, ah. basically. Ah. I didn't think his, that. Her dad's going to live because he's not captain yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that part, but I didn't think of that, of her being like, oh, wait, there's a way mm. to change your fate. Um, yeah, that, that's what for me in my mind. That's why she assembled the team because she, because remember she was still with Miguel O'Hara, even though they're all chasing Spider Man, chasing mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Yeah, she was still with Miguel O'Hara, but I think when she found out her dad was no longer captain, and you know she gets to see because I think all along she's known her dad is gonna die at some point. Yeah, but now that's been changed. I don't know. In my head, that's why she assembled the team. Obviously, to help Miles as well. But Obviously, yeah, yeah. There's the secondary main reason was that, hang on, it doesn't, Miles was right. It doesn't have to go the way Miguel said it has to. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, I like it. I like it. I mean, those cameos, those cameos were used so oh, well. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That That's the best cameo of my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> but which one? Childish Gambino. Of course, Childish Gambino. <laughs> Don't ask stupid questions. <laughs> Because I was gonna say, I actually obviously the main the the obvious cameo to hype here is Charles Gambino, but mm-hmm. I quite like how they used um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this one. Yeah, because it fits so well with what uh, Miguel was explaining. It did, yeah. yeah. I did like that. I mean, yeah, I figured Sony would use a lot of their properties. I'm surprised Morbius didn't jump in here too. Oh man! Because you got the 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 shopkeeper from um, Venom, Venom, yes. <laughs> Jeez! But that was a good touch. I liked it. It was a very poignant scene with that as well. Proper. But yeah, absolutely, my favorite cameo, if not of all time. I don't even. I, I might have recency bias, but I'm saying this is my favorite cameo of all time. It's Charles Gambino as the Prowler because the history wow. of. Oh, do, do you know why? <laughs> There's a big history as to why. If you don't know, what is it? Okay, so this was back in the day, like maybe 2009-ish time. There's a TV show called Community, and he's a character in it. Oh, and, right. 
and he wakes up in one of the opening episodes uh, montages with a Spider-Man t-shirt on. And it's just like, like that. And everyone on the internet went like, yo, make Miles, uh, make um, Donald Glover a Spider-Man. And this is before Miles Morales was even conceived as a, on paper. Oh. And they modeled it after him. Well, they modeled it after him, but he was the inspiration. If there was a live action, then it would be him. And he even voiced Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show. He's nice. been he's been in um, the MCU as um, er, Uncle Aaron in Homecoming because his nephew is in yep. his mouth there yep. too. He's a bit young to be. He looks a bit young to be an uncle, but yeah, yeah. And I think he he did another cameo somewhere, but that's why that scene hits so hard for me. He he's bro he's proper in the Spider Verse, man. Yeah, man. Seeing them face to face like that was like what in concept versus like result. Like that was wild. That was the biggest fan moment for me, honestly. I hear you. Great cameo. I love the other cameos as well. Mm. What were your what were some of your favorite scenes actually? You asked me, but I didn't ask you. The scene where Gwen, well, Gwen's dad, Captain Stacy, pretty much held a gun to Gwen. I thought that scene was deep, emotional, everything. And I mean everything from when Miles went into the headquarters onwards. Mm-hmm. I loved the um, Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara. Honestly, just how he spoke and mm-hmm. oh, there's one line I really liked of his, and I thought of you. I was like, if you think of it at the same time, we are very very similar. It's the one where he's like, "You're just a kid who has no idea what he's doing." <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was on to him. He was he yeah. hated he hates he Miles. A, he was a beast. You know he he hated him because he whispered, You shouldn't even be here. Or something uh, like that. In his ear. He was shouting everything else, but he whispered that to you. That's how you know he hates you. I got a question. Is Miguel O'Hara is he evil? He's not evil. I don't know. He's misguided. What is he? In this I guess you would call him the antagonist, but I feel like in the third one they're gonna squash it somehow. When they realized they can break the cannon. I noticed in the... So, early in the movie, when he was fighting Vulture, mm. he was about to bite his neck like a vampire. That was cool. That was a cool shot. I remember then that he, scene. Then yeah. he stopped when he saw that the police helicopter was on him. Yeah. It's like, hmm. And remember, don't sleep on this Easter egg, but mm. was it Miles who said, man, I don't know if it was Miles or whoever, but they said, you don't seem like a spider. He's like, him and uh, Peter said it too, yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure you're really Spider-Man? He's exactly. got claws. <laughs> Don't sleep on that Easter egg, man. Do not yeah. sleep on that Easter egg. This guy's, there's something up with this Miguel O'Hara, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, he's a proper Spider-Man in the comics, but yeah, he's, he gets his uh, powers from uh, some kind of like concoction he has to mm. eat in the film. It's like on steroids, kind of Spider-Man-ish, like he's got claws and everything. And yeah. Like, yeah, he's 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 the real deal, man. He he don't play. I wanted more. To, I want to see more of that cape he had at the beginning. It didn't make a reappearance. I hear you. I was gonna say, unpopular opinion. Miguel O'Hara was right, and <laughs> Miles was in the wrong. And let me compare it to another situation in the MCU. Okay. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Wonder. Okay. Wanda was willing to do a lot of damage just to see her kids, her own little situation. Yeah. I present to you Mars Morales. He was willing to 
mess up a whole bunch of universes and timelines just to save his dad. I granted, he granted mm. he didn't you know kill people or hurt people like well not directly like Wonder, but mm. is there much different in in their motivations? I really don't think so. I think it's more about circumstance. It's a good, it's a good like question, right? Um, I'll say. I, I think I think he was right. Miguel was right. Yeah, but in his def- in Mar's defense, I'm not. It's like he's my defendant, Jesus. But in his defense, he <laughs> didn't choose that spider to bite him. He didn't choose the spider to bite him, but he knows of the consequences of his actions going forward. He says, "Yeah, well, he said it perfectly. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to be." Nah, I'm a dude. <laughs> <laughs> that day was like when his facial expression changed. He was like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm gonna do my own thing." The only thing that kind of you know moves me away from the Miguel was completely right. Was what I went, was what I mentioned before with Gwen and her dad. Mm. Maybe it doesn't have to be Miguel's way. The fact that Gwen's dad lived because he resigned from being a captain. Maybe, 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 maybe. maybe there's the, there's a work around there somewhere. But from from what we were presented, I still feel like Miguel was right. I had a similar kind of conversation along this. Like I was thinking, so does that mean that the job title in New York as police captain is just cursed? Because if that's the that's the only like factor, then. It's cursed in the Spider Spider Verse, just okay. because. So basically, you can't don't be someone's uncle. Uh-huh. These <laughs> <laughs> are two things you must not yeah. be in the Spider Verse. Do not someone's <laughs> uncle, uh-huh. or the captain of the police force. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's aunt as well. Yeah. In fact, yes, don't be someone's uh, aunt. Don't be someone's aunt either, and don't be someone's next door crush either, or their parents. Or Gwen, don't be Gwen. Do don't not be, be Gwen. Gwen. Yeah, <laughs> just be be that guy in um, what's it? Miles's friend, the one who knows oh, his identity. Genki. Yeah, the guy who says, "I'm not your guy in the chair." Genki, yeah, yeah, be him. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing a Spider-Man game. Did you see? I did not, and that's another thing I'm going to look forward to in my rewatch. Yeah, it was good. That's such a weird addition. One thing I really appreciate, especially in the first one, and even more so in this one. Mm. How they're able to blend all the different art styles. Hobie looked completely different to everyone else. Mm. The Vulture looks completely different to everyone else. Honestly, man, I just... Mm. It was done so seamlessly. Do you know Spider-Punk? He took two to three years to animate. Good grief. Pay them their bread. Pay them their bread. For me, that's one of the biggest... I mean, it was from the first movie. You mm. said that the animation style was unique. You mm-hmm. hadn't really seen many movies like that. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, there was a trailer for a Ninja, Ninja Turtles movie, mm. which uh, looked pretty similar, animation style. It so did. I might, I might check that out. because could, could surprise us. I like the look of it. I like the soundtrack choice of the trailer, so it kind of has mm. soul me there and then. So the budget for this movie, $100 million. One hundred million dollars. Oh, to be fair, I thought it'd be a bit more, but then remember, anim- animation is cheaper generally. Standard standard movie budgets these days are two hundred million for 
movies of this scale, the, the big blockbusters and everything. But yeah, hundred million, nice. pretty decent. It's already it's already doubled that in in box office. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's okay. <laughs> I'm Charles, Charles, Charles was half of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was trying to rack in the money before Barbie and Oppenheimer came in, man. But, <laughs> Oh man, I just want to see this film shine, man. I can't wait for the, the sequel, yeah. man. I can't wait for the sequel. They don't listen. If it does, if it's not March twenty twenty four, that's fine. There's no need to rush the art. Exactly, man. No. When need. when they said when I saw that March twenty twenty four, I was like, is it a case of they've pretty much done it and back to back? Yeah, have they literally just sliced the film in? They've done it all, but they've sliced the film in two, mm-hmm. or. Is that this Haley Stanford man? She's throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> She's in your head, man. She's throwing me off. Why did you say that? Why did you say that? What did you say that for? I could gush about this movie for ages. Mm. Everything, as you we said it at the start. You said it. The the animation, the music, the performances, mm. the story. It's all just ten out of ten, man. Mm-hmm. And. And this is how good the movie was. It's the highest rated... You know about Letterboxd, by the way? Yeah, I use it sometimes. Yeah, I use it sparingly, but it's the highest rated movie ever on Letterboxd. Damn right. But for me, the real one is, and you know this as well, IMDb. They don't give out those nines in the box. Oh, they're stingy with them. Even to get an eight on IMDb, your film got to be special. Mm-hmm. It's currently 9.1. 9.1 out of 10 on IMDb. There you go. And just to put into that into perspective, so IMDb, they've got this thing called the top um, 250 movies. Mm-hmm. Guess how many movies are in the nines? Of the top, t- top 250 movies ever, guess how many movies are in the nines, which are nine and above? Uh, 15? 5. Holy. Said movies, I'll go from number 5 to 1. 12 mm. Angry Men. I've actually seen that. That movie was good. I'm Check it out. It's, it's old school. 1957. Okay, okay. Then you've got number 4, The Godfather 2. Mm, I need to rewatch it, but I you know, you know how we are, Godfather man. It's that one classic where <laughs> we tried. Uh, oh, I, I did one, and I did one, and I tried half of two, and I, I just you know, yeah, it fell apart after that. Um, okay, yeah. Number three, and this goes back to what I was saying about the best comic book movie ever. So, The Dark Knight. Mm. So those three: Dark Knight, Godfather two, and Twelve Angry Men are all rated nine point on the dot. Then you've got the first Godfather, which is nine point two. Okay. And you you'll definitely know what's number one. Oh, what's number one? Uh don't say Citizen Kane. Oh hell no. What's number one? Avatar or Avatar? No, the the movie that's just generally considered the best movie ever. Pulp fiction? The Shawshank Redemption. Oh snap, yeah. Oh yeah, Defo. Yeah. My bad. That's Defo. Oh, that's obvious. IMDB, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's at nine point two. So okay. just to put that into perspective, mm. there'll be five movies I've ever breached nine on IMDb, and three of them are just nine point zero flat. <laughs> Across the Spider Verse is nine point one, so that puts it in third spot, the third okay. spot for the best movie ever, ever. 
not best comic book movie, not best Spider-Man movie, best movie, period, ever. Let me just uh, add my score there. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Yep. <laughs> I would do that too. <laughs> yeah. So this is how, and obviously, film is art and art is subjective. Yeah. When across the board, I've seen people say this movie is one of the best movies they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I will say, we said at the start of this review, we feel like we've seen something special. Absolutely. Even after these rewatches, you still feel like you have shifted. Your uni- your world has shifted. It has, man. It's such a good feeling. This was actually one of my top for this year anticipated. This is, no, this was the top for my year this um, anticipated movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, suffice it to say, I picked very well. <laughs> Everything else in the year can come and go, but this, this was special. I'm glad this was a good success, man. 100%. So, Mr. Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp mm. Powers, Justin Thompson, thank you for directing this masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And mostly, the writing was impeccable by Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, that duo. Mm-hmm. They're just, they can go crazy, man. Great performances from the cast. And I'm happy yeah. I've seen this. Mm. I just, there's expectations, though. For Beyond the Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh, no. If they were high for this, <laughs> if they were <laughs> high for Across the Spider-Verse, <laughs> boy. Uh, and like the last one, I'm going to leave what's going to happen just to everyone else to theorize about. I'm going to enjoy the ride no matter what, I'm sure. They're not going to fumble the ball here. Even if they give us... Obviously, Into the Spider-Verse is still great. Absolutely. If they give us a movie on even that level, mm. that's still the best trilogy ever. Absolutely. Easily. So You really can't mess this up. And they, you can just tell the foreshadowing. They got a plan, man. They've got a plan. It ended beautifully. And I honestly think, as highly rated as Across the Spider-Verse is, I think they're going to up the levels again. Yeah, man. Again. Mm-hmm. You can tell they take their time with these things. It took five years for a reason. Absolutely. It took five years for a reason. They care about this story, man. So, yeah, man, more of the same or better. Do you know what's wild, though? You know what the wildest thing about this whole thing is? This is Sony. They can do this. <laughs> Why do they keep messing around with us for? Why do they give us, like, Morbius and Venom? I know you like Morbius, but <laughs> you're the one person who does. <laughs> Venom's best, Venom- by the way. Uh, the, again, you're one of the. the, yeah. the, the, the <laughs> you're them. You're them. You're them. Um, and uh, so, listen, Sony are just trying to show you they've got range. That's all. They can give you a Spider-Man two. They can give you a Spider-Man three. They can give you across the Spider-Verse. They can give you Amazing Spider-Man two. Which I'm sorry, I still don't know how Ali rates that film. <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. <laughs> The only uh, person I know who likes that film, honestly. But yeah, I think people like that film mostly for Andrew Garfield, and that's the last time they see him. And he does give a better, he gives a good performance as a Spider-Man, I think. It's the damn comb over, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need to let that go. Oh, days, man. 
Anyway, until next time, we are out. Peace.